thighs. This is the bass fiber. Y'all know chickens are the gateway drug into homesteading. We survived with only one trip to the ER. Coyotes are everywhere. It's about time you show up, Matt. Uh -huh. It's a great straw. It is time, finally, for chicken police. They defecate every 12 seconds. Is that true? <laughs> now it is officially noon because the buzzer went off. <laughs> well, I've never counted. <laughs> Long road. That's a good one with the, with the courts and everything. And more chickens. You're, well, the math you do now, Daddy, is chicken math. <laughs> Calm like, down, Matt. But... Calm down. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, so what's going on, guys? Let us know if you can hear us or not, because, of course, we're having technical difficulties. Shocker. Um, we are live, and I'm very paranoid right now because we're having some audio issues. It looks like you guys can see us, but please leave it in the comments if you can hear us or not. Hopefully you can. Uh, sounds good. Okay. I'm telling you, what it is is it's something when – why can't software companies just leave software alone? We always got to tweak it, mess with it. All right, if you guys. it's better now. What's better now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here we are. It is live. It is January 27th, 2023, coming to you live from Creedmoor, North Carolina. And we have an awesome, awesome show today. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of giddy a little. I'm not going to lie to well, you. Well, it is chick season. It, well, we are going to be talking a lot about baby chicks today. We have a guest speaker today that I have actually waited so long to be able to talk to them. And that I'm you actually stalked to get on the show? Slightly stalked. <laughs> I had to do some uh, stalking. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, so uh, we're going to give everyone a chance to get in here. I see the crowd is is, is uh, coming in. Again, just wanted to make sure everything sounds good. We were having quite a little audio issue with our guest speaker today in the green room. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I'm glad so far so good. To my left, co-host Kristen, our Hello, chickenista, everyone. our expert. Thank you for being here on time today. You're welcome. Are you excited about today? I am. I cannot wait. And of course, Ingrid behind the camera, or I'm sorry, behind the computer going, Matt, what's going on? <laughs> um, I so can't see you now, so I don't know if I like it better or not. That is true. That <laughs> yeah, is I can't true. see her either. So. <laughs> I'm just hiding back here because Matt put, um, he changed the lighting. So there's a big umbrella that's, up, that's obscuring his face, so I can't see it. I can see him on the, I can see him on the, the video. But. I know, but I, I, I like, I like to do some eye rolls I with know. Ingrid, you know, over well, the monitor I'll, and I'll, stuff I like that. I got you, Kristen. Okay, yeah, I got you up here. So, are, uh, are, are eye rolls uh, allowed today? <laughs> Video chicken, anything's allowed. And okay. I tell you, today's okay. going to get interesting. We just pay for it after the today, show. Yeah. Today is going to get so interesting, I have oxygen ready to go. Oh, boy. All right, because we got some things to talk about today that I cannot wait because I tell you. In did the, did the, you get the blood pressure cuff? See, I'm already feeling it. No, I think the next show. We're I, gonna I am so unexcitable, and you are very excitable. <laughs> I got the oxygen, so I don't pass out in uh, today's show. Okay, so today we're going to be talking a lot about baby chicks. And we have asked a uh, a gentleman to come on, kind of last minute notice. I can't thank him enough for coming on. He is the president of Murray McMurray Hatchery. And co-owner. And co-owner, yes. Uh, so I did some homework. 
Good. I'm glad you did. Everybody gets their stalking in but me. Uh, So if you are in the backyard chicken hobby and you've never heard of Murray McMurray, you are not in the backyard chicken hobby yet. Um, What I want. So I wanted to um, bring Tom in in a little bit to ask him some questions because I love to get to the source. I know what you're going to ask. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a whole. Dude, I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't sleep last night. I got a whole. Look at my my paper must be yellow. I got so many questions. I know we don't have a lot of time and I know Tom's got to be an extremely busy man so i'm going to respect his time as much as i can and try to get right to the topic of conversation that tom's got to be like oh my god i'm so sick of this question right now look at all these memes how many memes are you getting now about- <laughs> oh, i love it i even got some for my teenage kids like you know i i made it when there's memes for me in the teenage world um so again uh i'm relevant tom tom Watkins from murray mcmurray <laughs> president co-owner um the online hatchery. I love Murray McMurray. And the reason is, and we talked about this a little bit, and I am going to maybe hopefully get into it. I think I'm really getting excited here. I, I'm so pumped. Because here's the thing, folks. If you've never, if you have not, if you're on the fence right now thinking about getting into chickens, tell me if I'm wrong. See, look at, look at, goosebumps. Yep, they're Goosebumps, there. they're here. When you order baby chicks online and you know they're coming and you know... <laughs> The next morning, you're going to get a call from the post office that they're here. And you can hear them chirping in the background. That is equivalent to Christmas morning as a child. Is it not? Yes. Yes. If you have not experienced it yet, you don't know what you're missing. So um, one of our favorite hatcheries is Murray McMurray. And there's many reasons why I love this hatchery. And we're going to talk about that. But if there's anything else, I know we asked Tom to come in about 1215. But it looks like the audience is here ready to rock and roll. And again, if you guys have any questions, this show is for you guys. It's all about educating you guys about chickens. And then therefore, you'll realize why we build coops the way we do. That's right. All right. Awesome. (coughs) So... Um, anyways, and actually, if you guys aren't going to contribute to any questions or comments, do us a huge favor and just say hi. Let us know where you're watching from and do everything you can to share this show. All right. Um, so Tom is in the green room, and I, I, I'm a little nervous because we're having some audio difficulty bringing him in. But Ingrid, are we ready to give it a try and get going? Sure. If you're ready for the echo, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's give it oh, a try. Yeah, um, Kristen, you're going to have to smooch, scooch, smooch, which scooch. way? Closer to Matt, so we, when we okay. bring Tom in, we're not cutting you off. She said smooching. I don't know if Ingrid's got some weird fantasy when she's over there behind the camera, like. Said, I meant, I meant. I know. There we go. All right. Scooch. Why can't I? I my mouse is not working on this. What did. I, so, folks, I have disabled Ingrid's mouse so I can have full control. <laughs> Over the mouse. All right. So here is Tom. I don't hear him. I was worried this was going to happen. So bear, bear with okay. us, folks. We're going to try to figure this out. You're going to have to do what you did before. All right. So we're going to try something. And I'm scared because I think we're going to have a horrible echo. If there isn't a horrible echo, we're just going to get through it. But here we go. Here we go. Yes. Hi. So there is Tom. I hear the echo. This is driving me nuts. Tom, do you hear echo on your end? No, I don't hear any echo. So. Oh. oh. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right. So, folks, everyone sounds, listening sounds right now great. and watching. Um, no echo. No so echo. The three no of us will just have to put up with it. So that's fine. <laughs> I told you it was in here. Oh, if anybody ever wanted to see Matt go stir crazy. I know. This is the day. Yep. It's I, fine. It's I can't echo, handle echoes. Echo, echo. Oh, is this a personal problem? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to, I'm going to, because I've waited my whole life 
for this day to talk to someone like Tom from Murray McMurray Hatchery. I'm going to put up with it because we love our viewers, our fans, our customers. I'm going to give it hell. All right. So, Tom, good morning to you. Uh, it is noon Eastern, but you're an hour behind. You're uh, yep. calling in, I'm assuming, from Webster City, Iowa. Absolutely. Yep. We're getting ready for some snow. We're supposed to get five inches tonight. So, Tom, what is your last name? Tom Watkins. We lost his audio. You guys lost uh, his audio? Can't hear Tom that's talking. That's not good. No, it's this is such a pain. <laughs> well, you, we can call him and we're going to come up with some plan B's. Okay. We never have this issue. And of course we would today. This is driving me nuts. Um, I don't understand. Can hear just fine. Everyone okay. says they can still hear them. Non, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We got to get through this okay. somehow. So Audience says good. So. Tom's like, what the hell did I just get myself into? I this? asked what your last name was because of the name of the company. Oh yeah, there's there's no uh, there's no McMurray's left. The last uh, the last Murray McMurray retired in 2012. Okay. So, so speaking I'm sorry. Of was that, that one of your questions? I'm sorry. What was that one of your questions? Well, yes, if I may. So. Again, Murray McMurray, we have their catalog right here. You know when you get this in the mail, it is chick season. Uh, Tom, am I correct? Does this come out earlier and earlier every year? <laughs> no, we uh, we try to get it out just after Christmas, so between Christmas and the New Year. So it's the same we've had it for at least the 10 years I've been here. So Awesome. What is your chick season? Um, so we start hatching at the end of January, and we hatch through October. So our, our busy seasons, March, April, May, you know, spring typically. So June, you know, and I was kind of wondering, I know Tom gets this question all the time and I get, it, I was like, how in the world are you get in the chicken coop business? I'm sure Tom's like, how in the world do you get into the uh, baby chick hatching <laughs> business? But one of the things I was wondering is, did you get into the hatching business because you suffer from chicken math to the extreme? <laughs> um, I, uh, so I was actually hired to build the incubators. So that's how I, I came in um, and do, do maintenance. And so I built the set of incubators that we have and they hold um, 110,000 eggs per week. So. But, you thought you were cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not. Um, yeah. And so I've kind of kept um, it's, it's, you know, I say that, but then my father-in-law is the other co-owner. So um there's and that would be Bud. Yes, Bud. So. I love that name. Yeah. Uh, so, Tom, thank you for being here. I wanted to really jump into the hot topic right now. And if you're sick of answering this question, I apologize. But we, a couple weeks ago, we're going to show our audience how easy it is to order baby chicks online. And we went immediately to your website and we went to order baby chicks and we're like out of stock out of stock I, I, like what in the world's going on here we were just absolutely dumbfounded um so long story short we discovered that there is a potential baby chick shortage and i was hoping if you could speak to that one is it true and if so what's really going on yeah so i don't know that it's a it's necessarily a shortage as of there's not the same amount available that there was. Um, there's probably more available than there were in the last few years. It's just the demand is really high. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've, there's a lot of, there's a lot of 
people I've talked to and the, and the consensus is that people think it's new customers, but it's actually, um, from what I've seen from our, our data, it's, it was existing chicken owners are just adding more um, than they typically would or earlier than they typically would. So, so we, we were late. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we actually thought maybe we're a little early. Oh, I thought we were early. Yeah, wow. Apparently not. You're, you you would be right on time um, for mm. most for most years, but <laughs> usually people don't think about um, you know ordering their chickens until the weather warms up. So it's kind of like you know getting your seed catalogs and you you know you just think oh the weather the weather's coming and like I'm gonna spring you know. But uh, have you seen yeah. any shifts in in what people are purchasing as far as breeds and also the other thing we notice is is we're getting a lot of calls for duck coops and i'm a huge fan of duck eggs i love ducks and duck houses and whatnot but i wasn't sure if maybe the demand for ducks is increasing because of the huge demand i guess we'll call it now for baby chicks Sure, absolutely. Ducks have been growing as a segment um, that we've seen, you know, pretty continually and pretty steadily. Um, you know, where I feel like chick sales kind of have up and down years. The the duck sales continue to climb year after year after year. Same with turkeys. You'll be building turkey coops soon. So that's on the that's up on the rise. On the rise. Yeah, we and we have done a handful of turkey coops. Uh, I've we had have, a pet turkey. Yeah, we find that turkeys and chickens, even though turkeys are or turkeys, turkeys are twice the size. <laughs> still do well in our traditional um, chicken coops. So I just want to make sure I'm hearing it right. It's not that there's so much a shortage. The demand is so high that you sold out that quick. Yeah. You know, and egg prices are are pretty key here. So, you know, you're, you're seeing more production. You asked about breeds specifically. We're seeing more production breeds going early. Um, you know, we will, a lot of times we'll see our first hatches will be our rare rarer breeds and the 4-H shows and the, and the kids getting ready to do county fairs and things like that. Um, so they're getting more ornamental breeds and now it's the production stuff. So it's, it's definitely going to be, you know, egg stands and, and trying to capitalize on the high price of eggs. So yeah, that's actually what we were looking for. We were looking for just the standard like Rhode Island red, whatever, you yep. know, like yep. regular stuff. And we were shocked that those were <laughs> sold out. So that's what he's, he's saying that, Right. So I, I was actually a little paranoid. I was like, oh my gosh, if there's no baby chicks to buy, what does this mean for our business? But our instincts were with the the price of eggs and all the other things that are going on in the world that it's the demand for backyard chickens is just getting higher. Fear up. drives yeah. this business for sure. How did uh, avian flu affect your business or so your company. it's still it's still continually to affect us um i know there was another outbreak um it's a couple counties over but it does it's a it's a terrifying event um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um but that's pretty much the the whole reason that eggs are in a short supply is because of the avian influenza um, it's taken out a number of larger egg houses uh, across the united states and and parent stock and grandparent stock that would feed those uh, you know, when they shut down, it's not just you lose the birds, but then you can't put anything in in to replace them for several months. And so there's this oh, yeah. you know, kind of backlog of, of time that you're fallow or not able to produce anything to. So. You lose your breeders, too. Yep, absolutely. Probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's why there's a time lapse in when something yep. hits versus when it hits the market. Yeah, so as... in two, 2022 is 57 million uh, birds were lost okay. to avian influenza in the United States. So. so actually, speaking of numbers, and one of the things I was curious about, in a yearly, on average, how many baby chicks are you hatching and selling? We'll do... Um, Pretty close to three to three and a half million baby chicks that we'll sell. Are you the biggest hatchery? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> we're 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 small. Really? Yeah. Isn't that surprising? So I actually wanted to it's talk very about surprising. that. If I didn't already love Murray McMurray enough, after doing some more research, they are a family-owned business still. Yeah. We, so and just, huh. you know, we are customers, so you probably are used to this, but you guys do such a good job getting the catalog out, making people aware of Murray McMurray that I have assumed oh. they're this huge, large hatchery. Yeah, I thought so too. And no, they're a family-owned business. Yeah. Yep. It's just, it's me and my father-in-law. My wife um, does marketing and, you know, my kids... They're just begging. They're they're not. She's oldest is ten now, but she's just like, can I work? I'll go work all summer, you know, because <laughs> we're you know it's family business. You can pay me. So, <laughs> oh, that's. I think awesome. you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so finding something for her to do. We'll find something, but yeah, the next generation's working. They're working their way up too. So. That's awesome. So I do have a, a list of questions I'd love to kind of get through. Tom, I'm not sure how much time we have, but uh, I have some questions I've been wanting to ask. And of course, if there's any questions coming, I see a bunch of things coming in the comments uh, that maybe we can ask Tom here. Uh, I really want to know, what is your opinion of silkies? <laughs> um, I call them a carpet because in our breeding pens, they're just they're just one solid carpet of you know of fluff yeah they uh you know they're just trying to keep their eggs and so they're just they're communally incubating them and so <laughs> you're just picking them up and moving them and then you have to beat the other hens to collect the eggs out of them but uh terrific motherly birds you'll never find a, a better broody bird than a than a silky that's so. right yeah that's what kristen's always saying i personally can't stand them because when it comes to the chicken coop <laughs> You got to modify it because no, not really. Yes, you absolutely do. So I, I was just dying to ask that. The other they thing they like is, to be on the floor, so that's what I'll, some people will put. We'll cut a five gallon bucket or three gallon bucket down and uh, just leave it right on the floor with some straw and stuff in it. And they'll they'll roost in that or nest in that. But, yeah, I've gotcha. had great luck with my hatchery silkies. They just go right with the with the others. I just figured I was gonna have a. Someone else be like, yeah, I can't stand them either, Matt. No. Uh, <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to talk about is as I was you know, doing some research on Tom himself being slightly a stalker, uh, I was listening to one of your- It's, it's journalistic research, really. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. See, Ingrid? Uh, I was happy to see that Murray McMurray, I guess, published a book. i never seen this. Uh, it's called Chickens in Five Minutes a Day. And that goes right along with something we preach a lot that we want to tell people that if you're thinking about getting into backyard chickens, it's not that hard. It doesn't consume a lot of time, but it does have a lot to do with, in my opinion, the chicken coop design. If you don't mm -hmm. design it right, you could have a lot of problems. Uh, and the setup. Yep. So, Tom, I would love if you can maybe expand on a little bit about, you know, five minutes a day. What does that mean to you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I've got, I've got 200 layers and I've got about 200 more in a brooder and, and it doesn't take me probably five minutes to do chores. It's a little bit longer if I, you know, you just spend time with them and I like to do that too. But, uh, you know, at the, the bare necessity of things that it's very, very quick. Um, can you, know, can you food, walk water. us through that? Yeah. So I have, uh, I've got a big barn and they're just kind of on one side of the barn now because it's very winter here. Um, but there's no supplemental heat. They're full grown. They don't, um, so I heat the water. It's a trough water and, um, I'm carrying buckets of water right now because it's Iowa. And, uh, so mm -hmm. two, two, five gallon buckets of water. I've got my feed in my feed room and I just feed through pans down the center. And, uh, it's about a hundred pounds of feed per day for those 200 birds. But, um, yeah, so it's water feed, collect eggs, put them in my pocket. So out. even with that many chickens, it's still possible if you have the right setup, five yep, minutes absolutely. a day. Isn't that a lot of eggs though? I can't imagine collecting that many eggs and maybe there's not a lot of egg production right now because of the time of year. Well, he has a 10 yeah. year old. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, sometimes they'll go out and just collect eggs, but yes, it's, it, it's pretty uh, minimal right now, you know, because of the, the time of the year. Oh, yeah. But. Uh, so as I'm sure you know, we are a chicken coop business. And the reason why we started this business is because as an animal lover, chicken lover, we just were not finding anything out there that we felt was correct for chickens. And I just wanted to hear, and I'm assuming you get asked this all the time, what do a what does a customer, what is a, a new person into backyard chickens, if they're going to build their own, do they come and ask you that? And if so, what is your advice to them? Build it bigger than you think. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. One. Yes. You know, the, everyone, you get into chickens, you go, oh, I'm just going to have four or five or six chickens, you know, and I just need this three by four little piece of plastic hut. And it's like, no, build, build, your, build a coop or get a coop that's, you know, I would say eight by eight minimum, um, mm. you know, or some version yeah. of that 64 square feet. And uh, that's great advice. Or, and then, and then you want about two to three times more for a run. If you're not going to be able to have them be out and be free range, they need more outside space than inside space. So that's great advice. Are you f familiar with the deep litter system? Oh, absolutely. Yep. That's most of all of our barns are. So could you talk, to the, the echo's killing me. So if I'm talking okay. differently, folks, that's all it is. It is driving me insane. Uh, can you talk to us about your opinion on the deep litter, your experience, thoughts? Mm -hmm. um, so when I build the coop or when I talk about coops, I always leave myself an entryway because of the deep litter method and where your door would fit. So if you can't either build your door up, you know, a foot or so, um, give yourself clearance so you can always, but then that's kind of my storage space as well. But, uh, it works great. I clean my coop out twice a year. I clean it out in the spring and in the fall and just get ready for, and uh, if there's water issues, then, um, but I don't have running water in my coop currently anyway. So what do you um, use for your carbon source? Uh, pine shavings. So I've, I've just always, that's the most economical thing around us. Um, I know I'd like to try rice, uh, rice holes, but that's not, there's not no rice in Iowa. So. <laughs> Um, so speaking of that, I don't know if I've actually talked about this on the show yet, but that is the new upcoming natural material. Not only, you know, we actually use that in one of our boards where it's 50% rice hull, 50% PVC, and it makes for a very green, long lasting type of building material. 
uh, I was approached by a company about potentially selling the rice hull, just like we do the industrial hemp bedding and something that we should look into. Have you had any experience using industrial hemp for the bedding? Um, I've had somebody reach out and we, I haven't actually used it. No, but that's, that would be a great opportunity, I think too. So we should talk business. Yeah. <laughs> Send him a sample. Yeah. Uh, uh, we can absolutely do that. Or a pallet. So a sample pallet. For 200 chickens. Okay. The other thing I've been very curious. I think it would last longer. The other thing I've been very curious about is, you know, there's a lot of hatcheries out there and we've bought from different hatcheries and they all do a really good job. It's really nice about their passion. You can see how important this job is and how they want, you know, to get the baby chicks to arrive alive. Uh, I'm always curious, Tom, what makes Murray McMurray different from all the other hatcheries? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, we're, we're family owned. We're 106 years old. So wow, we've been at it. Uh, we might be, we, we got asked that the other day is, are we the oldest hatchery? And in, that's not something we've ever claimed, but it's very possible. <laughs> so um, I kind of need to dig deep on that a little bit more. But honestly, it's it's our, our customer service is, is top notch. The staff we have here, um, the the chick care, the quality that goes into it is is above and beyond. Um, the, everyone cares, and that uh, it starts all the, from the top all the way to the bottom. So. Yeah, and it's really just that simple. But you don't hear that, you don't see that very often. Uh, but that it, that's the secret, really. And it shouldn't really be a secret. But if you got the right people, <laughs> that makes all the difference in the world in the business. Uh, Absolutely. So, I was also curious, do you guys sell to the public locally up in Iowa? Sure. Yeah, you can come and, and pick up. We don't have, you know, brooders set up, but on our, you know, again, you'll probably order in advance um, and you can come to the front office and pick them up. So, yeah, something I've always wanted to do. I don't know if it's ever be possible when we're in our passing up through Iowa. Um, I would love to, if there's ever a chance to stop by, say hi. Uh, I know there's got to yeah. be probably certain protocols about making yeah. sure we don't contaminate anything. Yeah, yeah they, just, were just, they were just saying that and thank you guys at Murray McMurray for joining in the comments and answering questions. Somebody asked about tours, and maybe this is your wife, um, Tom, that's commenting on uh, social media. That right now, for biosecurity reasons, they don't have tours. They're not giving tours, but they give um, video tours, right? You yep. have live streams on Facebook and Instagram for people to see the the whole setup there. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, so we do we do lives pretty much every Monday or every some one of the hatch days. That's our one of our bigger hatch days, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so you can check us out. You can talk oh. to me on the so. Yeah, we definitely got to check that out. And Tanya asked how you can get a catalog. You can just sign up on the website, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll, we'll mail you one. You just got to ask. So awesome. So, guys, if you are just joining us, we are speaking with Tom Watkins, president, co owner of Murray McMurray Hatchery up in uh, it's Webster City, Iowa. And, Tom, I can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your busy day to come answer one of the most important questions is what is going on with what we thought was a shortage but it's it's not <laughs> technically it's just what we thought was a huge has, demand has has the demand this year um equaled or how does that compare with the demand of 2020 covid um so 2020 covid was a pretty much instantaneous spike so we were you know i would say below average sales and it in like one week we taken 
like three times more orders than we'd had the, the the rest of the year. So I think it's March or April, and it just honestly it skewed every graph I ever had. It was the worst <laughs> thing ever. But, um, For everybody, so you know we have yeah our flocks are set you know a year in advance. So you know yeah. did I know this was going to be a, a big year? No, honestly I thought we were I had projected s smaller growth, but then uh, so you know that's what we have until until start next year. So. Have you seen that growth from that period continue or did we have kind of a leveling off and then we spiked again this year? Yeah, or? no, it, uh, it definitely, uh, the poultry world is always up and down. So we see a lot of you know, customers going back after not the next year, but it's usually like two years. So you'll see the egg production start to drop in their hens and then go, well, I'm, you know, raising these birds. I'm not getting a lot of eggs. So it's usually a two to three year cycle where we're kind of up and down and, uh, and that's that's kind of the poultry industry, you know. And this year is just a. It last year was kind of a, a slower year, and then this year is going it's shaping up to be one of our best ever. Okay. Uh, speaking of not getting a lot of eggs, I was just going to ask Tom, do you have an opinion if you heard about the conspiracy theory, so we can call it, that potentially tractor supplies chick feed or chicken feed is contributing to uh, lack of egg laying? Um, yeah, so I was sent something about that and, um, you know, there, there's a couple things. I try to get our feed from a local co-op. Um, I, you know, we're obviously buying in bulk, but even when I have to buy feed or bag to feed myself, then I, you know, I go to the co-op to get it. That's, you know, they're making and grinding grain themselves. And so it's a direct, I try to do as small and as local as possible always. I mean, that's through everything. Um, we have the opportunity to support our community. Then I want to want to do that. So um, the other thing is it's I tell people this all the time. You should probably have your feed tested. Um, you know, I get people call. Oh, I've you know, there's something wrong. Like we're using the same thing we've always done. We've always done it this way. We're always using the same feed. But, um, you know, there's. There's a lot of weather patterns out there that affect the growing season. So whether that's, um, you know, we were in a severe drought in Iowa, um, we're the largest corn state. Um, you know, if you have problems with your corn yields, but the price of corn was really high, you know, then are we are our places getting subpar corn to begin with? And it's same with soybeans. You know, soybeans make up the predominant um, mixture of protein source in, in poultry diets. So. Um, there are a lot of places that will test your feed. If you have an extension office, reach out. Same with your water. I mean, that's just kind of good chicken keeping, especially if you see something wrong, um, a lot, lack of production. Um, you know, it's, it, it, I, I just sent some feed in from ours and it's, it's $38. Like it's not the end of the world to have that done. And they'll give you a complete analysis. So amino acids, vitamins, minerals, protein. Um, it, it's just kind of a good thing to do. I think so, we got, and it's hard. I never thought about yeah. that. Make yeah, sure, like, you know, it's your, make sure you're getting what you're paying for. You know, Matt, there's a big difference between. We have a lot of questions for um, Tom before we let him go. So I'd like to get to some of the viewer questions. Absolutely. Okay. Tom, you got time for some questions? Yeah, I got time. Real Come quick. Okay. Real quick. Okay. <laughs> so somebody asked what happens to all the baby chicks when you have more or you don't sell them for some reason, mm -hmm. which I don't think that's going to be the case this year. But what happens to the yeah. ones that don't get sold? Do they get added so, to your flock? 
Um, so they actually get donated um, to a raptor recovery center. They are used as feeder chicks for for a raptor. Uh, they they rehab, re rehabilitate hawks and eagles and owls and stuff like that. So they are they are euthanized and then they are frozen and, and then donated to this. So okay, that, that's the truth. Do you ever have a hatch day sale where you sell leftovers? Um, we actually did that two weeks ago. Um, huh. So, yeah, um, we, you know, we try very, very hard. We're actually, we'll, we'll go and we'll, potentially, or we'll intentionally oversell a little bit um, because we know we have 110 years of history. We're very, very close on our hatchability. There's not a whole lot of surprises, but uh, it's better to push a few orders than to, than to have to, to you know euthanize the bird so in our opinion so yeah so can some how far in advance can someone order chicks from you because somebody said well can we yeah, do absolutely six months or a year ahead um yep so when we start when i put our numbers in um we put them all the way in through october so you can order all the way up to the october 31st right so okay yeah, as far as the better the farther in advance you put your order in the, the more likely you're gonna get what you want right what's the most expensive chicks do you have Some um, exotic, rare. yeah so there i i i argue with people quite a bit um you know the some of the breeds i i'll buy breeders from you know somebody and you know pay 40 50 60 dollars for for birds and then it's like well i don't it doesn't cost me anymore to raise those birds than anything else so you know we try to keep things fairly even um we do differentiate in price by their hatchability or their egg production so they're rare and exotic for for reasons usually it's mm -hmm. poor hatchability or you know um, they're just harder to survive um, um i i don't know I think some of them start at around eight dollars, so that's probably about the most expensive. This fur hen. Um, oh, great! Yeah, so I. That's I don't, not even very much. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I don't. know, I feel bad. <laughs> so, like, you know, we have some of the, the rarest and um, you know breeds there are. We have thirty-three out of the fifty on the livestock conservancy priority list, and uh, you know that. But it's you know, again, it doesn't cost me more to raise you know, one chick than another. So yeah. something I, I charge did want to ask, speaking of breeds, uh, I, I always love to ask this just because it's a tough question to answer. And I'm sure you get it all the time. But if you could only have one breed of chicken at your home for the rest of your life, what would that one breed be? Asking um, you to choose favorite. Yeah, I know. I... Does it have to be a, like a specific color? Because if I said Wyandots, you know, I could get yeah, you yes, can, you know, seven you varieties. Can, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> we'll accept that. Yeah. Um, I, I love Wyandots. They're they're uh, very, especially for our climate, they're very easy bird to raise um, because of their peak home. Um, they're heavy body type. They lay good through the winter. Um, they're not going to be the most productive bird, but they're also friendly. They like to free range and they're really super pretty. So. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about wine dots, how pretty they are. Yeah. So do you just have baby chicks? Because somebody's asking about like 15 to 20 mm -hmm. week old pullets. Yep. So we, 
um, we we do and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're no longer in the catalog, and, and I don't sell them. Um, but you can go on our website. We have what's called the marketplace, and so we're allowing um, the suppliers to sell them themselves. So they're buying our chicks and racing them up and selling them on their own. So you can find our marketplace where you can contact them directly. Um, it was, it was a lot of hassle for the, um, for the birds. And I didn't have a good handle on, on managing that because of the biosecurity reasons. It's hard to go. It's like, Oh, we have baby chicks and then, and then try to do adult birds too. It was, it was a little too much. So yes, you can still get them. Um, you're going to go right to the, the grower for them. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, Tom, thank oh, you so much. Oh, wait. You have one in very – I can't believe you didn't ask this question. It's killing me. <laughs> is it what I think it is? It's about the catalog. Yes. Okay. So, again. He's uh, dying to ask. Okay. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, again, I want all our viewers to understand. One of the things that I, I love about Murray McMurray is I love this catalog. And one of the reasons why I loved it is the one thing that's missing this year. And I have to believe there's a reason why they took it out. They are the experts and they have phenomenal pictures of all the, the chicks, the ducks, everything. I loved the illustrations. I, oh. I miss them. I just love them. <laughs> um, not everybody did. You're, you might be. <laughs> I, I figured. That's so. fair. We uh, we tried to do those are those are our birds. So when we we are doing our best to give a representation of what we're what we're selling. Um, and so the illustrations, though they were done for us by the same person who did the standard of perfection through the APA, um, you know, they're just it's it, it's an illustration versus you know what actually it is. And it makes sense. I mean, people are very oh my chicken didn't look like this drawing so I, I get it and and again you guys do an amazing job with the pictures and that's awesome to know that those are their birds i yeah, didn't know not that stock photos those are their actual birds they're not I we didn't that. go out to any show winners or stuff those are well unless they were ours um yeah but those are our our, our breeders so all right. Well, I'm glad you got that out of me. I was like, well, I didn't want to. Yeah, I was going to have to hear about that for the rest of the day. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Tom, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man. Thank you for everything you guys thank do you. out there. I hope one day in our travels we get to stop by, uh, say hi, and, uh, you know, take it from there. So, all right. Thank you. Thank have you. a good weekend, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Thank right. you. Have a good day. Ooh. <laughs> all right so hopefully we're that was get... pretty exciting that was Pr and pretty darn i i'm shocked they're not the biggest the biggest hatchery uh -huh. i am too there's so many pleasant surprises from doing some research on murray mcmurray uh that i i wanted to make sure i shared all that because again as a consumer they're just so well known oh but do you know why they're probably not is because of all the meat birds like there's probably hatcheries that I mean, we eat a lot of chicken in this country. We actually export ch chicken meat. So if you take into consideration all the hatcheries hatching meat birds, those by far have to have to be the biggest if he's counting those. Um, yeah, I would I, I would agree that I mean because they really sell to the backyard chicken uh, farmer, right? And right. I guess if we were to compare hatcheries that sell specifically to them. 
Um, and, and again, yeah, it's not I, always about being the biggest. Yeah, even we, though we I have that issue. I, I think we could I'd have like had like the, uh, another hour of questions. I, I could. I could. Yeah. I didn't want to torture Tom because I'm like, man, he must be getting hammered with all these questions right now. And I was just so thankful that he was able to come on because we didn't have that plan. But uh, what, last week, I think, because we discovered how difficult, uh, what, you know, what we thought was a shortage. Uh, I'm so happy to find out it's not a shortage, that it is demand. And that just actually makes perfect sense. It's interesting that he said that the demand is with recurring customers. So yeah. it's not even new people getting into it. It's it's chicken math. Chicken math. Right. No, exactly. But I mean, it's just, just like he said, like he sees like it, it, the customers go every two years because that's when the, when you want to add or you get a broody or whatever it is. But he's seeing it because that's the, it's the same customers that, that, that I wanted to know like what percentage of his businesses mm. this are reoccurring customers and what is new. I bet he knew. He oh, was yeah. on top of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that's good to hear because I do always worry about how many people do get into this hobby and they get out because they had a bad experience. And every time I've seen someone have a bad experience with backyard chickens, it's because of their Chinese coffin coop or, or whatever. It's always about the coop. And if you don't have the right coop, the right function, the right size. And I love everything he said. And folks, we did not pay him to say that. Uh, that's why I love to have these uh, guests on because it's really that simple. And again, that's why we do what we do. All right. So we got a lot of other things to talk about. Are we ready to move on? There's, you know, of course, all this stuff in the news. And we did hit hit on it a little bit. And I did actually ask Ingrid to cue it up. I have people sending it to me. Yeah, and I, I have too. people texting me. I did it, just this morning. Yeah. Is it true that the feed from Tractor Supply is causing the egg shortage and you and I haven't had a chance to talk about it, but, uh, you know, I wanted to see what our viewers thought about that. See if they've had any insight. Uh, I know there's been a common, I don't, if you want my opinion and you didn't ask for it, I, I do think it's a conspiracy. I, yeah. I really, you know, I can, I, I can love a good conspiracy Me too. every now and then, of course. But, um, I, be last time I looked tractor supply, feed is made by Purina. Mm -hmm. So it would have to be affecting all and my, the generic feed I get from my local farm store is made by Purina. Um, Purina makes like 80% of all the chicken feed out there. So I don't know why Purina's uh, the bag of Purina sold at tractor supply would be any different than the bag I buy I do. down the street. You think? They yeah. have a different mix? Um, only because I have done enough, when I was a bug guy, uh, done a lot of services as an exterminator at these large grain mills, um, from Cargill mm. to Nestle. And they are great companies to work with. Okay, I'm not going to get into all the other stuff. But I've always been fascinated with how well, they're a well-oiled machine. And they're huge. And there's mills in all different places. And they have different grains processing different types of feed. Um, again, I agree. This is a hard one for me to believe. But you never know. I always like to question everything. And I actually see someone, uh, Red Dirt Okla, says, what about, the CD what about what the CDC just said? I'd love to hear uh, what did the CDC just say? Poor tractor supply. Who are they? Oh, you know what? Tom made a good point. I forgot about this. And this is something we should try to promote more. And I did this at our farm up in New York. We went to our local granary. Yeah. And I loved it because actually it was cheaper mm -hmm. and it was a better quality. 
and we were able to buy it. Well, I mean, I needed a little bit more than normal, but they would deliver it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I loved it. I absolutely loved the service that we got from the local greenies. So I think that's a great idea. Uh, guys, if you're just joining us, it is 1243. We are live. We are in Creedmoor, North Carolina. 162 people watching right now. Yeah. I can't Thank think you, Murray McMurray. Yeah. Really. <laughs> um, we you're not here to see us. Yes. We want to grow this show. This show is for you guys. We are all about just answering your questions. We want to educate the consumer on backyard chickens. We, we should do a show on feed. People keep asking for that too. We absolutely should because I love the whole fermenting side of things. Yeah. And I actually used to do that. I don't know anything about it really. Yeah. Um, you don't want to ferment like pellet food or things like that. But if you actually have a whole seed grain or maybe a crushed up grain, right, Ingrid? Yeah, that's what I use. I, I mean, I don't do, it's not all their feed. That's a supplemental thing that I do because I, my chickens are bougie. So <laughs> I, I, ferment, I ferment grains and then I add to it and give it to them. But I don't, like, somebody pointed this out to me, and I think that's really interesting, is that normally for people, when you ferment things, it gives you probiotics. There's benefits to fermented food. There's a lot of, like, gut biome yeah. health and all that stuff. But if you think about it, chickens kind of ferment their food in their crop mm -hmm. all day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they, like, it, it might be one of those things. And listen, I'm guilty of it because I've been doing it for five years. So, you know, and now they expect it because if I don't come at, if I don't, greet them with bowls of treats in the morning they're going to be mad one of our viewers says you can ferment pellet i was told not to ferment pellet i i, I wouldn't i don't I wouldn't. know she it says break, uh, just, she does her chicks we can love try it. it though it and, breaks up i don't know yeah. how so, it gets really yucky moldy quick yeah I, I would be afraid of that maybe letting it soak and get wet maybe not quite fermenting like when we're talking about fermenting we're talking oh, about it goes the from fermenting. wet to moldy nasty really yeah, quick. yeah we're talking about the actual fermenting process um and the other thing i like that tom said i never thought about we do this with our water um send out uh, the chick feed and have it and yeah now. let's do that too someone said uh cnn posted an article trying to instill fear from the cdc about chickens and how bad they are yeah they do that every year oh yeah yeah and oh, it's yeah. not just cnn it's it's every publication every news you get salmonella yeah. from backyard chickens don't yeah. handle chickens don't kiss your chickens yeah oh blah, you remember blah, that blah. one <laughs> yeah they um they in my opinion they, they don't kiss back very well yeah they want to instill fear without a doubt i yeah. i i said that to dr crespo i was like yeah i know they say don't don't kiss your chickens. And she said, I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Dr. Crespo, we got to get her back on. Yes. Oh, and uh, just to finish up that conspiracy about the feed, I think it's a, just a coincidence because people are concerned that their chickens aren't laying in the winter. They say, oh, wait, it might be the feed. They changed their feed. And what do you know? Like, they're getting more eggs now. Well, that's what I'm seeing, especially on TikTok. Well, I'm getting more went, eggs, too. They, they just yeah. started feeding the table scraps, and all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, they're laying. My eggs just doubled or tripled in the last two weeks, So, and, and I didn't change the feed. And also the fact that there's the egg prices going up. So all these different factors feed into, like, a nice funnel of conspiracy, in my opinion. I begged Ingrid to uh, partake, which I think is so important, because I love, love, love. I, literally, I'm down on my knees begging her. <laughs> now, I did read another article. I didn't article. see that. No one saw it, um, but I'm That's like, because Ingrid's like, I'm not talking about this because we were going to bring it up. And actually, let, let's bring it up. So I just want to talk about it real quick. Mm, no, please. Mm, how about this one? The, the thing is, okay. Mm. Yeah, you better start huffing. Okay, let's go. That's like a scene from Blue Velvet. What are you doing over there? I've never seen Blue Velvet. Because <laughs> um, here is, you know, something that is. Oh, that is. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Right. I am being sent this. No, so, that's, so, that's ridiculous. Right. Well, let's talk about it. 
let's if we feel it's ridiculous let's talk about it real quick so let me ask why is it ridiculous wait okay so tractor for the podcast listeners the article is they see it it's see it it's shared podcast podcast they can't see it. thank oh, you Kristen. Right, thank you Kristen, for realizing the yeah. show yes tractor to- supply chicken feed reportedly causing egg laying to stop board has ties to wef at jeffrey epstein what is wef world economic forum now, how did you know that how did you not <laughs> hey. so okay so you want my opinion please well if i read something like first of all the jeffrey epstein thing in the headline is a big red flag for me because it's like it's it's just poking the conspiracy bear and it's a if you read something on a website i think it's important especially something that's kind of inflammatory or very explosive oh. It's you need to find it in another source and not another source that's using that as a source like a nut because because I did I looked in there and I found another another article but it was referring to this article so I, I mean I was a I worked in journalism and news so I just I think that when you see title a headline like that that's you got to worry about what you're well, reading I don't even know how if it's relevant even if it's true right. Why would Tractor Supply sabotage their own customers? Right. Like that. And if it was really World Economic Forum and there was some greater conspiracy, it would be across the board. It wouldn't be, we're just going to take down this one company. I don't know. In the U.S. Yeah, we, it's, it's. So here's the thing. I mean, I wouldn't trust the WEF, WEF with anything, but, um, I, I just don't think it's related. And Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Yeah, it's... So he it's, is? It's just... He suicided in jail. Abort. Abort. What? Okay. All right. Oh. Um, okay. All right. So, again, but here's the thing about this, and I and I love that it, we get to talk... We get to talk about the subject related to chickens and, and eggs and all yeah, that. I, what scares me when I see these things is learning... On the flip side, when you own a business and you're talking to companies that, or you do your own Google AdWords for say, uh, it is extremely scary to be on the other side learning how to get your message out in front of people. The things they know about you is incredible. Mm-hmm. And what I have seen is they know how to keep your attention by just feeding you the things that they know are going to keep your attention. And you could have the same subject being fed to something, someone completely different to keep their attention. And you wonder why we have such a division because we're in theory, not reading or technically not reading from the same textbook. We're not being fed the same information and then discussing it. Mm-hmm. So there's just another textbook example. And why I love to do this show is to try to shed light on it because I don't want people to get the wrong idea the wrong information and, and it's well there's also so, an element of critical thinking you can't just read something and just be like oh okay i mean you need to have some kind of critical thinking and that's just like what Kristen just exhibited it's like well you know but why would they want to do this well why like when things don't make sense there's probably mm-hmm. there's it probably is false if it like there just doesn't it doesn't seem to make sense So you can't just read things and take it for granted that that's wherever you're getting your information, whether it's CNN or this, you know, or Fox or wherever you're getting your information. You need to think critically about what you're reading and what you're hearing and not just. So speaking of critical thinking, Hmm. I'm going to try to change this up again. I was just trying to change. I I did read another article that said the price of eggs has been attributed to 
avian flu and the cost of feed. But really, if you look at the egg producers, the big ones in America, their profits have quadrupled. They're or, supposedly or they're gouging. 40% or some, yeah, something. Sure. It was just some number with a four. I mean, it's the same mm. thing with oil. Like, you know, you, yeah. you, you But their you profits go- are, they only lost like 5% or less of their breeding flock. And the um, the profits yeah. are way up. So right. it and could the bonuses be and the more of salaries. an opportunistic oh, here, oh. situation <laughs> than re- a real situation for the price of eggs. But that's right. The price of eggs going up is good for our business. All right. So, and, and, and so Monica, and for the hobby. Monica says, no, I never try the eggs of my chickens because chickens are illegal in the UK. My understanding is chickens, backyard chickens are huge in the UK. Uh, Monica, maybe if you're still part, listening, please expand on that because or, that's, that's or a little, something. yeah. Um, my God, the UK has been doing backyard chickens for a long time. Yeah. Um, so before I forget, I want to make sure we talk about a couple things. Okay. Next week. We will be here, and we're going to have another awesome show. You know why? We're going to do some unboxing. We're going to be unboxing a couple new-style automatic doors. Haven't opened them yet. Have not opened them up yet. They're sitting over there, and not saying we're going to start selling them or anything. I I really just want to go live and share with um, our viewers our thoughts on it. Okay. Uh, There is a chance maybe we'll say, you know what? This is good. I can see us using this again. Uh, So we're going to be unboxing a couple automatic doors and... I'm really excited about this. We're going to be doing an unboxing of a new, maybe not new, a American-made grandpa-style feeder. He Ah. called it the foot stomp feeder. And when I got talking to this company, they said, oh, yeah, ours is so much better than the one from New Zealand. I said, really? I didn't even know there was another one out there. So he's actually also sending us one uh, to try out. And these are great if you have a rodent issue. Absolutely. Right. Yes, supposedly. That's their ni- right. So niche. next week we're going to be doing the unboxing, and uh, he said he's willing to come on and maybe talk about it. Because I really want to say, okay, tell us what's different. And we have a grandpa's feeder here. We'll have his feeder here, and to compare the two. Okay. Isn't that exciting? And I thought it would be fun. I'm not saying we're going to do this, but I would love to do this. Uh, they have already sent one door here, and he's going to send a feeder here, a feeder, the footstop feeder. And I thought it'd be so much fun to have some type of reason to have a giveaway. We haven't given anything away in a long time. Um, and, you know, of course, we can plug that company because they're the ones that, you know, send it here free of charge. And I'd love to kind of pay it forward. Yeah. Right? And might you know, be something we would might want to use in our own coop out in the front yard. Yeah. How's that going? <laughs> huh. huh. Um, so anyways. What's stopping you, Matt? Yeah. We so, need to discuss hemp. Oh my God! Do we need to talk about hemp? I mean, we, it's I, almost like we have like like chicken chat, coffee chat, yeah. hemp chat. All right, I'm ready for hemp. All right, here we go. Listen, this week in hemp. Oh my God! <laughs> in the world of hemp. Okay. <laughs> Are we gonna donate some hemp to? I am so thankful how much hemp we sell. I am so thankful. How much do you sell? We don't need to talk about that. Okay. Let's just say we're it, it's pallets increasing. Pallets and pallets and pallets. We 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 sell a lot but who knows what a lot is but it's growing and i think that's important because i want another it's another tool for people to go oh my gosh having backyard chickens isn't that yeah, hard it is um and that's why i was actually surprised when tom said he uses pine shavings and he, you can be successful pine shavings but, but he's no, also cleaning it out twice a, year. twice a year exactly um there's been a couple negative reviews and what you guys don't see behind the scenes i lose my crap when i have a negative review oh uh, i've seen you lose your crap yeah so um I think we've all seen you lose your crap, quite frankly. 
<laughs> one of the things about our new click and buy, which Ingrid has done such a, an amazing job, so people could just go to our website and see it and click buy. You, would, you wouldn't think it's so complicated, but it is. But what happens is, and we want people to leave reviews, and I want honest reviews, but there's been this past week two negative reviews on the amount of dust inside mm -hmm. the industrial hemp that we're selling. And they posted pictures, so I'm thankful for all that. I don't know what to do to prove if it really is the hemp. Now, I know the perception from the customer that it's the dust, and I just for so many reasons, have a hard time believing it because of all we do to make sure it is extremely low in dust. We have seen thousands and thousands of customers ecstatic with how low in dust it is, right? I mean, even you guys, you yeah. know, you've used Mine's it. Mine's great. Yeah. So I don't know what to do here. I don't know if this is just I mean, one of those. If there is dust, it just settles to the bottom and you don't see it. They're claiming it's all over their coop, that they have to go oh. in and dust their coop. Well, that's normal. Coops get dusty. So what do I do? Do I just right? say, you know Ingrid? what? It's just a negative review. We know it's not potentially true, but it's still the perception. You know, this is this is driving me nuts. Ingrid. Well, the reason why I said it was I was more of the free shipping that I told you to bring up them. But if you wanted to bring up the other stuff too, that's fine. But that was really what I was getting at to explain to people. But Ingrid, we, isn't your coop dusty? Oh, it is. It's yeah. totally dusty and it's dirty and I have I do wash it because i want it to look that's nice. not because of the hemp though no it's the dirt it's just chickens i mean chicken dander dust. just right. being yeah. outside it's i'll do it okay thank you uh because i want to actually oh see, so we... she has control of the mouse she does um, so check this out um we this have worked <laughs> so extremely hard on those two words free shipping we are looking at a view of our flock shop that is right, carolinacoopsflockshop.com. And again, it's and I love business. I love all that goes into the thought process. And it's like, you know, in the title. So I wanted to make sure when people see our hemp on our website, it is now for sale, $69.99 free shipping. Now, I hope most people realize there is no such thing as free shipping, but that's just what we're getting used to seeing. So we have to roll in a flat rate cost for free shipping okay but it is i guess we can say free shipping so i don't want people to go oh my gosh man it's 70 bucks now it's just 45 it's because it includes shipping all right um and you're going to actually save more money now uh with the free shipping and we've worked so hard to make sure we can offer that so i don't want people going there and seeing the price and right off to the left, you see in the picture with that beautiful wine dot. Wine dot. Look yeah. at that. Uh, free shipping. So I just, I'm so happy. And look at the reviews. I mean, I'm glad the reviews are coming in. Uh, please, if you're buying this stuff, leave us a review. And if it is negative or you have any problems, most of our customers, they'll give us a call and we figure out what's going on. Don't forget this part. Oh, that is true. So <laughs> to be fair to our customers, and this happens every single day, if you want a local pickup, you can pick it up and it's $45 plus tax. So yeah, I put that in there in. just in case. Right. Because <laughs> I don't want to charge customers the full price because we're not having to ship it, right? Right. right. Perfect. That's, pick up right. perk. Yeah. Pick up perks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I know that there was concern because there was, you know, oh, well, we changed the price and... Now it's this price, and now it's that price, and you know my shipping wasn't that much, but we're doing it mostly to to standardize things on different platforms as well. So, um, and 
hopefully everything will pretty much be free shipping to the United States. Um, that's, that's everything will be. That is our goal. We're, that we're taking steps every day just to make it the best product for the best price to the consumer. Nice, quick, and easy. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is batteries. No. <laughs> Um, I yeah, they look like batteries, don't they? I, they I have been like very batteries. far behind on just implementing this new thing that I think maybe I talked about a little bit on last week's show. But the wooden dowels, uh, they they can cause problems if you don't put them away when you're not using them, and if they get rained on, they swell and they don't get in the hole. I get it. Um, and those are used to keep the windows open. Yeah, so we use these to keep the windows open, and we're gonna switch to a stainless steel dowel. Okay, they work perfectly. They work the same way, but it's stainless steel. So the expansion contraction issue potentially will not be there and it shouldn't be there. Um, and I did see a customer of ours uh, made something that was hoping to get made. Uh, and hopefully mm -hmm. we will when we have these produced just for us. These we're just buying offline. So of course you can buy them offline. I think we can add them to our store should a customer want to swap out their wooden dowels. These are obviously way more expensive than wooden dowels, but if you are concerned about having wooden dowels, and you want to switch to the stainless steel dowels, you can buy them from us or just go online. Um, the customer that's making these is on the Carolina Coops Owners Forum on Facebook. Right, and he's using brass. I think it's Tom in South Carolina. Yes, and I love, it's almost exactly what I was hoping to do so that uh, you have little grooves to grip when you want to pull it out. Mm -hmm. I can try to find that. Um, I'm just not. I went to go visit his coop. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, brass. I've never worked with brass. I know brass is a lot softer of a metal, but it probably should be strong enough to be a dowel pin. But I know when you uh, have it in the lathe and you're you're cutting into it, um, it's definitely a more manageable, easier metal to cut. Uh, so I don't know. And I, I actually found that the stainless steel, at least for my research, was actually more affordable than brass. Huh. Yeah, which is crazy. So this has been implemented and will be going into coops here soon if you already have one of our coops Wait, what whoa boy you weren't it's, there for that meeting um it's john who is the I one didn't that was make a making proclamation them. oh that. john okay that's right john john canfield who, yep. who did his coop and we showed his coop and he was doing it um and he's he's selling them to people too yeah so and I was going to reach out to him. So I'm like, man, John, you know, let's make a deal. Yeah, uh, I knew it was a name. If I he can make them and they work perfectly, yeah. because I just I you know I think our customers will appreciate it. They I look just... like bullets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they do. I mean, right? when you first pulled them out. That's yeah. We got to do some yeah. research. Okay, questions, comments. It is 102. So we have a question. Fire away. Journey with Jewel, who wrote question in, in capital letters. So wait, I appreciate wait, what, that. What is the name? A journey with, with Jewel. Jewel. How far apart? About the roost bars, how far apart should approximately the roost bars be from each other and the walls? I've heard several different opinions, but they all seem to be for multi-level, like stadium seating. Yeah, Multi-level, you can get more in there. That's mm -hmm. the benefit to that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but if it's, uh, do we have a, a term? Have we made a term for when they're all in the same height? We should. I don't know. Level? Equal opportunity seating. Equal opportunity. <laughs> yeah, Non's the best with naming things. She we bring, we got to bring her mic up again. Yes. I don't know if she's away from her mic. Bring her fader up just a little non bit. Non said equal opportunity seating. Yeah, that is, um, you know, and what's no interesting tech, no is. Mess. Huh? Well, well, there's and there's no, no favoritism. Yeah, there's, uh, we believe that there's less fighting if they're all the same. Mm, see, people will say there's more fighting. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to wonder if that's not the case. 
Ah, well, chicken behavior is really hard to. I mean, we we always say that we know what they're gonna do, but then they always surprise us. Yeah, that's what I love about chickens. They so, break the rules. So the answer would be what meant? Like they have, should be equally distant, correct? Or is there no standard? So what I love about this question is she mentioned something, and that is she's read several different opinions, and that's the beauty of backyard chickens. Everyone's got an opinion, right? Um, again understand why so what i love about our coops especially in the hen house how big they are we're able to space our roost bars i want to say they're 15 to 16 inches apart way more than industry standard <laughs> uh which i've been told 11 to 12 inches the thing is when i was first learning about what should it be i wanted to learn why and i don't know if i'm buying into their reasons why but the theory is if you've got two roost bars too close to each other and the chickens are up there roosting uh, they're going to be touching each other and causing problems. Uh, the other one was if it's too close to a wall and they're touching the wall, there's a higher chance that they're going to get mites. The problem I have with that is they love to huddle together. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I Maybe can't side by side and not like, butt to beak. Yeah. I can't <laughs> see how it can contribute to mites or even like it's going to rub off their feathers. But I, our standard is on average about 15 inches apart. And it works for us. But again, that's when they're all flat on the same level. Bleacher style is a whole different story. And you can definitely do bleacher style. And there's reasons for that. And some will, some will say it's actually better to do bleacher style because it helps them to potentially fight less to get the message across that, no, you sit down there. Mm -hmm. I sit up here. End of story. And it gives a shorter one to the silkies. Mm -hmm. That are differently abled. Oh, silkies. What did Tom call them? The carpets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't mean you can walk on them, Matt. It just means that no, listen, they like to squat down I and just, hoard uh, their eggs. Here's the reason. Here's the thing about silkies. I, I, So many people start off their chicken hobby with silkies, and I just think that's a bad idea. You got to really understand silkies. If you set it up right, yeah, they're great, especially, you know, they are... Their, their, their motherly brooding is, is right. definitely top, top notch. notch. Yep. So here's a good question. I'll bring it in. Oh, ooh. I love it. How long can you store the hemp when it comes? Hmm. That is actually a very good question. And actually, I don't have an exact answer for that. I am going to make sure if we can do some homework. Uh, and Emma, I'm sure she's sitting out there listening. Uh I want to ask our manufacturer that question. What is the shelf life of industrial hemp? I can tell you when we are selling it to our customers, we do advise that, you know, it does have a shelf life where we've had customers store it for three to six months and not have any issues. But where you store it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Okay? I've stored it in my garage for years. Yeah. Just because it got shoved in the corner, and I couldn't quite get to it. Because of a couple other things or a couple hundred things in the way. <laughs> I, I've had it for at least a year. Yeah, and it was it fine. it has to be in some place where it's dry. Right. Yes. Dry. It's that simple. Yes. It's it, like storing cereal. Mm. Make sure the bag is closed and keep it in a dry place. Okay. Yeah. I can. So we had a customer years ago store it in their greenhouse mm -mm. for like a year. And then all of a sudden they pulled it out. And of course it was moldy. And it's like, yeah, you were in a greenhouse. You know, and remember the, the, the hemp is a sponge. I mean, it's going to absorb moisture. That's it's what it's meant to do. That's right. Um, no live crap, please. I'll try not to. <laughs> so anyways, know what that means. yeah, hemp. What a week about hemp. I spend more time during the week 
working and discussing hemp. Oh, and also too, I think we're going to be pulling the trigger soon on that healthy straw. Oh, good. Yep. So that's going to be available soon. I can't wait to see what happens. So Rod says, just ordered a five-gang egg hutch and perch from the site, and the ordering process was great. Keep up the good work. Thank you. That's for Ingrid. Good yes, job. Well, but, no, it is. Ingrid. You, the you, ordering process. Yes. Yeah. That, I begged her. I was like, again, I was down on my knees. I'm like, Ingrid, please do this. She did not want to do it. I she, have yet to see this process. <laughs> oh, God. The things I have to do, none, you wouldn't believe it. Um, and she, of course, she I'm crushed. Shocked. Of course, she crushed it. Has done such a good job. It's not. In the beginning was not one of Ingrid's expertises, but I said, Ingrid, I said, I trust you. I know you'll learn it. You're going to do the better job than anybody we can get. Yep. And it was just a different platform. Mm -hmm. I, I did WordPress and WooCommerce, and now I had to do Shopify. Um, and Shopify isn't actually hard because they, they cater to people that don't know anything about websites. It was just if I had the time to devote because, you know, I was the, the reason why I agreed to do it was because I wanted to make sure it looked really good and I didn't want that to go into anyone else's hands. Yeah, and so, so and that's, that's what I'm hoping, guys, is that your purchasing experience, even though you can always give us a call, and we're we're old school here. We love a phone call. You got questions, call. But listen, people are just very used to scroll, scroll, scroll. Ooh, I like it. Click buy, done. Right. And that's what we're shooting for. And there are advantages, um, like the free shipping, quick and easy. And oh my gosh, there's so much going on behind the scenes. I can't wait. We're going to do another tour and there's going to be a video coming out soon. What has Matt been doing for the past two years? I know our long format, long format videos have not been out in a while. We got a couple great long format videos coming out soon. We're very, very close. Actually, we need to review them today before I forget. Um, our Cupid or Cluck It. Yes, it is looking awesome. Good. So um, there's going to be some new equipment coming in to help with the click and buy and make it even better for the customer. All right. So, yeah, next door, we did change the price, and that's because it includes free shipping. And, yes, that, that adds, like, $25, which means that there are places where we're not, you know, it's going to cost us more to ship than $25. That and is the truth. I mean, that it's is just kind truth. of evens out. We're so going to lose. We're going to lose some money, and that's fine. We got to take steps forward in the right direction to offer the free shipping. And what I can tell you is the more we keep selling and increasing our numbers, we're able to use that as ammunition when we go back to negotiating with the shipping companies. Here's a good question Ooh. for Matt. Uh-oh, oh. Wookie-wook. Oh. <laughs> Wookie-wook. I want one or three of your coops, but I don't want to stay where I live forever. How easy are your coops to move, if at all? I have chickens, guinea, peafowl, and mandarin ducks. Wookie-wook. Um, they're easy for us. Uh, <laughs> we do it a lot. Um, they're easy for us, but, of course, if you get, you know, a giant monster like, uh, let's see, you know, uh, oh, no, not that one. Um, let's see. I mean, you get a giant coop like this. We've done it. It's not fun. Uh, it's, so it's easy for us. For the person on the weekend, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky for sure. So it really depends on the size of the coop. Yeah. So our standard coops, um, like our 6x12, 6x12 fits on a utility trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes the ones that are 6x12, I would think that it's probably easier to move it in one piece versus right. taking it oh, apart. Oh, yeah. We put it on a trailer and went bar hopping and dancing inside the run down the highway. Muskrat. Mm. We should do that yeah. again. <laughs> I don't know. It was down the highway. Don's like, is Osho listening? Oh, mm. boy. If Coops could talk. <laughs> <laughs> that will be another segment. Yeah. Um. So people is that just... wrong? I mean, it was a great idea. I'm glad no one died that night. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. Yep. 
So people, right. some people are happy about the free shipping. Good. I'm glad because I think it just makes things easier for everybody. Yeah. And it makes things easier just. And you can just ship out each box. And I listen, mean, like- if, if you have not purchased our hamper, you're thinking about pur- purchasing the hamper, and if you have a, a negative experience with the hamper, anything at all, please call us because we need to know. Be- I, I am adamant on having the best product for the best price, period. I don't care if it's hemp or a coop. Right. And what's my fear is, as we keep moving forward into this click and buy, we're not there like we normally are to defend ourselves or to have that interaction with the customer. We're just at the mercy. I mean, this, these couple bad reviews, for all we know, could just be someone making something up. You know, we don't know. And when you have thousands of happy customers, that's got to speak for something, but as the you know the old saying goes, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, no, I mean the Shopify prompts people that make purchases to leave a review. The mm-hmm. one person I talked to said that she bought it expressly because we advertised it as not having a lot of dust. So you know she she was disappointed in her experience. I'm not saying you know right or wrong or what maybe you know there's environmental factors we know with hemp so. Um, yeah, so Dixie Dandy is asking about, so she thinks that's a lot of money for hemp. Actually, if you go buy hemp anywhere else, it's 65 and up. Yeah. If not And more. here's the thing. You will not find a better quality hemp than our hemp. And for us to be able to sell it per pound the same as other people's hemp, uh, you just can't get a better deal. You know, if you want to go get the dirty, dustier hemp, Go for it. It'll still work, in my opinion. It's just you don't want more dust than you have. Well, I changed mine with. out. I got a four by six hen house. I put half a bale. Did I put a half a bale? Or I put one bale in. I haven't. So it's about four, six inches, six inches, I guess. And I haven't needed to add to it in like four or five months. So. You guys should do the dark room test again with the light. You know, and I have videos of that. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, when I talked to the manufacturer yesterday, uh, and that's what I love about our manufacturer. I, I reached out to him. He's like, let's get on a call right now. This is crap. This, there's no way. You know, because they're working so hard at making sure there's hardly any dust in these bales of hemp. That That's one of the things I love about them is they're they're in it to win it just like we are. Uh, but yeah, we, we went into the uh, dark room and shined a light. Mm-hmm. And just threw it down, and it was unbelievable how much less dust there was in our current product than it was some of the older bales of hemp from other companies. Hmm. Right, but I mean, again, it's it's a it's a natural product, so there might be crops might differ from. So we just hope that um, they de-dust it as much as possible. Would you add a third roost bar to your 6x4 hen house if you free-ranged 18 chickens out of a 6x18 coop, or would you just leave it with the standard two bars? Great, great question. Do you like the coop in this picture? Yes. Or their picture? I don't know. Um, so, would I add a third one? No. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is giving yourself a reason to overcrowd your hen house. You will have a lot of problems. However... Let's do some quick math. And we should have this memorized. So a six by four, two 12 foot, I'm sorry, two six foot roost bars, that's 12 chickens. Mm-hmm. But industry standard, eight inches, I believe that maxes out 18. 18. So another reason why I would not add a third is if you're thinking about 18 chickens, technically, I mean, you're maxing it out 
right then and there. Yeah. And to add that third roost bar, it, I guess it wouldn't hurt to try. I know uh, some people have. And they've, they've been, they believe they've been successful at it. Right. And then keep in mind, too, your nitrogen load. Yeah. I mean, you've got to rearrange the other two. To true. Put it in there. True. But, and then keep in mind the size of your diaper. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some math and numbers that go in there for that equation so that the deep litter system is, works so well. You try to put 50 chickens in a four by six hen house, that deep litter, the, it can't keep up with the nitrogen load. Well, and I think you also have to worry about the health and well being of your, Oh yeah. Clock on oh, they'll top be miserable. Fighting. Well, stress. yeah, or just the the you know the amount of excrement that can't get absorbed, and they're breathing that in. If you know, so there's all these other things. I mean, I think part of the recommendations you make is for optimal health and well-being of your flock. Oh, gotcha. So absolutely, you have. To, I mean, can you get more? Yeah. I mean, I think probably you could probably fit 15 pretty comfortably, especially if you got like little banties in there or something. But. Yeah, I, I would worry about just shoving as many as you can because you can. Okay, hold on. I got to keep going with this. Okay. You, we have the most beautiful audience. I tell you, they they take the best pictures. Um, is it okay to put fringe-style fabric curtains over the opening of the egg hutch for yes. shade? <laughs> Nan says, yes. I don't know what fringe-style fabric. Well, it's like the one you did the TikTok with, just like just like strips hanging. I did? Oh, okay. Tassels. I was wondering what that was. Yeah. Oh, God. Nan's favorite. Tassels, glow sticks, and bubbles. <laughs> you, you guys wouldn't believe it. And tie-dye. Uh, and tie-dye. Tie-dye Friday. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's actually not some... Well, I guess it is for shade, but the reason for that is to give them more of a, a, a safe place to lay eggs. To feel more safe. Yeah. dark. Yeah, that's their instinct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can hide them. You, ha you have to realize that that's going to get dusty too, though. Yeah. Yeah, guys, yeah, it's a chicken Well, I went, but no, I know, people yeah. that put up curtains, for I know, instance, I know. the reason they do it is because they also like the way it looks. And then when it gets all dirty, they're going to be like, oh, I don't like the way it looks. So I'm just throwing that out there that the more decorating you do, it's going to be dirty. Um, Darshell asks if we're still looking for guinea pigs in a nutshell. We are always looking for guinea pigs. The craftsman style, which is a huge coop, it's very complicated to put together. Uh, I'm not going to let that stop us from being able to figure out how to make it a kit form. So, yes, we are looking for guinea pigs there. The, the, the downside is it's just we need some more time to keep perfecting it. And there's a lot of people like, oh, my gosh, you know, can I get it this spring? And it's like we're no, unfortunately. I mean, anything's possible. Things, knock on wood, are going so well, especially with the road crew. Z Good. Yes. Uh, we actually will buy another truck this weekend, hopefully. Uh, of course, we Good love Arkansas. Watch. Any <laughs> any reason to go to Arkansas? Absolutely. That is an. You Arkansas. wouldn't think it. It's another hit. It's another hidden gem. Hmm. Just like South Alabama, North West Arkansas is gorgeous. Of course, they don't want anyone to know. It's like, and people are moving there like crazy. What happened with the rollaway? We have a lot of product. Did you see my message about product product development? We've got a lot of products that we need to like finish developing and release. Kind of so we out. have yeah. the rollaway yeah. egg hutches already done, and so far so good. Yeah. And if you are interested in a rollaway egg hutch, yeah, we just got to get that up and running. I mean, people have been buying right. egg hutches like crazy on the flock shop. Let's get the rollaways up. That's all they want to hear. Um, yeah, right. so if I, it's the kind of thing that someone's asking what's happened. That means they don't see it. So if you don't see something that you've heard about, just give us a call. Yeah, according I try, I try according to, to Matt, give him a call because I don't have it on the website if I don't have all the 
Because it's not live yet. Because it's not. It's I know. Not, it's, so again, it shouldn't I, even be a thing yet. Yes, it should. It's an idea. It's a great concept. <laughs> we tried it once. It's still in the R and D process. All right. So non says R and D. Matt says go. 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 Every every day's R and D. Everything's R and D. Okay. <laughs> if you're always improving a product based on customer feedback, it's always R and D. But why wait? Uh, I'm not a fan of rollaway nest boxes, but we've done it. So far, so good. And I would love some more people go, hey, I'll purchase it. I'll so, let you know. So East Stormy says in a statement, and I love this, I use your hemp in my mouse terrarium slash cage in my living room and have no problem with dust or smell. Thank oh. you. See? And in her living room. In her living room. East Stormy, room. if you haven't already, please leave that in a review. What a great point. Huh. It's <sighs> not just for chickens. Well, not only that, but you're indoors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, I yeah, love Yeah, I think my neighbor uses it for her indoor rabbit. Yeah. Hi, when Nora. I had a rabbit, I totally would have used that. Oh such, my God. such so a good better. point, East Stormy. Um, question Can you tell us more about the jungle coop for the hot climates? Give us a call. It is the simplest coop in the world. Is that I just, the open air? Yes, concept? it is so simple. It's very similar to the coop I built for upstate New York <laughs> in the jungle, but it <laughs> for works great. Not the jungle. Um, we did it. Well, we did one in Chapel Hill, uh, and it's what the customer wanted, and it just works perfectly, and it's ideal for the jungles, the jungle coop. Eat. Yeah, anybody, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go out there. It's, it's my turn to beg. If you got a coop, if you got products from us, please leave us reviews. Leave us reviews on Google. Leave us reviews on Trustpilot. Leave us reviews on our website. All these things really help us. And when we start selling on other platforms, we're going to ask you to leave reviews on those too because it's really, you know how important it is as a consumer that you read reviews and see people's experience. And it really, it's probably the best thing you can do for us. If you yeah, want absolutely. to say thank you, if you're happy Please. with something, just leave us a review. Absolutely. Just copy and paste it to all three. Yep. Um, hemp on Amazon is the same as your cost in the same way. Yes. It's one of the reasons why we're doing it. Is where are we? Is the hemp not on Amazon yet? Yeah, ours no. will be on Amazon. Let's get it going. What's left for hemp? I'm going to talk about this off camera. Oh boy, <laughs> you would think it's easy to sell on Amazon. Oh, oh my, my gosh, yeah. um, it's scary. I'll be honest. Since with you, you don't sit in, in all the meetings, I, I'd kidding. rather <laughs> stab my eyeballs out. Well, it then is. You, you shouldn't have wanted it on Amazon. Oh, one of my guess. Are you saying you delegated People that, that love <laughs> to sit in the classroom and listen to teachers lecture. I like that. Yeah, I, I, That's the point. <laughs> you would love to sit on the Amazon meeting. I'm like, get me out of here. And they are so great, super nice, knowledgeable. I don't know what it is. I'm just like. They're I, amazing. You just yes, don't have the patience. I can't. Oh, I want to run. You're they a doer. Are, they are an amazing company. Yep. They're doing amazing work. We're all working together. And me and Emma and Danielle, we're all making it happen. You guys are about for to you. See, yes, you us. You're about to see a great Amazon store. <laughs> and uh, but anyways, all right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're flying through. I know. And I'm it's one twenty two. We do have a hard two o'clock uh, appointment today. Let's not forget that. We do. Oh, we got the state coming in. We got the county coming in. We got oh. visitors coming in. We got box people coming in. I had no idea. I know. I need to eat before. Where that. was I on all of these decisions? Which one? The truck, the other things, the uh, humans. There's... Right here. Right here on Video Chicken. We're making some decisions. Can I have the gavel, please? Have you ever tried this? There were this? no memos or proclamations. <sighs> you ever tried to pure oxygen? No. Do you want to? Maybe later. <laughs> all right. Here you go. You know, and that's a good point. Maybe the that customer wanted her hemp f 
free or yeah. a refund. That's the truth. Not saying they're like, I worry about that. But they didn't ask for anything. That is correct. Oh, that's That is true. correct. So They didn't ask for a refund. They didn't ask for a replacement bail. Right. I want to know. I want to know what in the world is going on. Because there are pictures with dust, but it's so hard to believe it came from the hemp. Well, we don't know. Do you have a tax-free form for those of us who fill out Schedule Fs? Uh, I'm sure Nan can chime in on that, but it sounds like we do. I just need their, the customer's tax exemption form. Yeah. I mean, you get tax exemption for Schedule F? Because I did Schedule F for years on our, well, anyway. (laughs) Is there a difference between the flat? I have a very large Schedule F or a long Schedule F. (laughs) Is there a difference between the flat shed roofs versus standard pitch roof for keeping the run dry and hen house ventilated? That's a good question. That's a good question. Or is it for looks? So in my opinion, it's it's aesthetics right off the bat. Because when you say flat shed roofs, I want everyone to understand the roof is flat and it has a slight pitch referred to as a shed roof. And in the beginning of Carolina Coops, we did nothing but shed roofs because it was the most affordable way to get a solid metal roof over the entire run. And it did a great job. And we switched to the gable roof because everyone loves the look of the gable roof. I never saw a difference in its efficacy, period. Uh, What is complicated is shipping a coop with a shed roof because oh. those rafters have to be so big. Oh, Turnkey. See? What? Yeah, that's a good point. About I that. didn't think about that either. So we have been playing around with ideas mm-hmm. to make it so we can ship rafters for a shed roof. And the best way to do it is called a scarf joint. And I love oh, the scarf yeah. joint, but it is complicated and you're relying on the customer to put it together perfectly. If they do it, it's it's extremely strong. Uh, so hopefully that makes sense as far as keeping the run dry. Head house ventilated still doesn't make a difference. Well, I see what she's saying because the gabled roof, there is more ventilation up at the top. I guess you can make the argument. Well, there, you have the ridge cap, right? There's more ventilation. We could do a, a nice shed style roof on the Cali Coop and ship it out relatively easily. Good point. Yeah, and we've done a couple of those for people who wanted ones you can hide under. Yep. Look, they have a height maximum six foot fence. That's a, that's like a, a great a point. Like a six foot maximum. That's the only way we could do that. Um, so, but as far as ventilation, I would have to say the gabled roof has offers more ventilation than the shed roof. So if there was a pro, that's it. In the hen house. In the hen house. Yeah. And she mentioned the runs specifically, if I remember correctly. That was, but. Yeah. But that was for keeping it dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the likelihood of having a dud chicken? What is the definition of a dud chicken? Not my, laying eggs? Yeah, my well summer is 45 weeks old and has yet to lay any eggs. She's had a rough molt, but seems to be feathered out again. Uh, she's. You could have a dud chicken. They're living beings. I mean, wait, there's humans that don't have freeloaders. <laughs> yeah, my well summer uh, is not laying Not as a fire or, But I want to I wanna throw out that it could be, that chicken could be hiding her eggs. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Great so, point. I only have two out of ten laying, so it's okay. Give it time. It's just I mean, I, end of January. Did you mean that it never laid or it's not now? Well, she said it has yet to lay, but she had a rough molt, which is weird that she would molt at that age. Like, oh, that, that's a good four, point. 45 weeks. Yeah, so that's not even a year. Usually oh, they yeah. go a whole year before. Maybe, it's, maybe she's not 45 weeks. I don't know. Huh. Because I was thinking that usually they don't molt until they're over a year old. Which yeah, be, she could yeah. be older than you think, or 
or that something else is going on. So yeah. I like this question. I got to talk about something. Something else you guys missed this week. All right. Judy okay. says it's cedar shavings that cause respiratory issues, not pine. Yeah, somebody asked, well, to, to give it context, somebody asked if the pine shavings in the deep litter would cause respiratory issues if it got wet over time. Oh, if it got wet. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if it, I mean that because it gets wet as as the litter dumps on. All right, let, I, I need to say something because I know there's people that have criticized some of our cedar framed coops, and yeah. there's a huge difference when building a chicken coop out of cedar, whether it's eastern or western, versus using cedar shavings for bedding inside your hen house. I am not a fan of cedar shavings for bedding inside your henhouse. It can absolutely cause respiratory issues. The, the, one of the common names for cedar is aromatic cedar. Right. And it's because it's very aromatic, okay? And it's actually giving off a fume, believe it or not. It's why it's so great at repelling pests. And it's a gas. So when I say fume, a lot of people may not understand. But literally, the molecules, are, the particles are so small, it's a gas versus like water droplets or paint droplets. Um I am not a fan of cedar shavings at all for bedding. But the reason why I also wanted to mention this, we went on a little field trip Wednesday, maybe yesterday. Um, always looking to continue to improve our product, improve the price, yada, yada, yada. Playing with the idea, this is always an option, we've done this, but playing with the option of potentially switching to all uh, Western cedar Western red cedar for the framing of the chicken coops huh. because cedar and dug fur both have great natural rot resistant properties without a doubt. But trying to find lumber that is pristine because we can't hide a lot of it. Most yeah. of the lumber in our coops, you got to see. So it, it's a high standard for quality. Exactly. So I'm hoping to improve that and possibly switching to a Western red. I'm not sure what I'm going to do interesting yeah would that help with i mean i know that cedar is great in the garden as far as keeping pests out of the i guess as a garden bed material it's great for not rotting but also has some kind of like pest deterrent mm -hmm. factors would that help in a chicken coop I don't think not. you'll see the difference because no. once it's dried and, and it's the oils in it that really give off that, that okay. repellency. I think once it's dry, okay. it won't be that, that big sense. of an issue. But I don't know. But the thing about Western Red is uh, it's actually soft. And mm. we don't like soft wood. We got it. That's what we love about the how hard the dug fur is. What but, about the color difference? Well, Western Red is very light beige brown color. And it oh, all okay. ends up... Um, graying out unless you paint it or whatever uh eastern red is whew, man red. yeah that stuff actually Pink. darkens within minutes you know when you saw into eastern red it has that beautiful bright red color and then of course the white part um and then it starts to turn almost like a dark purple after a couple minutes in the daylight and then it ends up getting dark and we've seen that happen do you need a closed coop inside the run if you have a fully protected run with roofing well you didn't. I mean, I guess they're saying, can I just have a chicken coop with an open run and just put a couple of roost bars up? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, you but give them a chance to pr get protected from sideways wind. That's the jungle coop <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah. Yes. And so Billy is the one that asked if there was ne negative experience using pine shavings because it caught, he said he, 
He keeps hearing a lot of contradictory information about it causing respiratory issues. I don't think that's the issue with pine shavings. No, but pine shavings, uh, they don't break down nearly as well as, as industrial hemp. But, I mean, we've all used pine shavings. Yeah, I it, mean, it, it can work. Um, it just doesn't work as well as hemp. And it contains a resin that inhibits composting. Makes it yeah. acidic. Yeah, and they're a little more woody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think maybe, maybe there's respiratory issues because maybe it's not as absorbent. So maybe... There's more ammonia. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. This is an yeah. interesting question. Journey with Jewel. Again, love the name. Y'all have mentioned that you are going to be on Chewy soon, which is true. Do you know when and which po- – oh, products. I thought it said podcast. Uh, Ingrid, which products are going to be on Chewy? Um, pretty much all the accessories will be Everything. on both Chewy and Amazon. Um, I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be Maybe nuts. not the Douglas for Roost Bars because there's um, – at least on Amazon, because there's not a huge demand for that. But the the rope wrap, the egg we hutches, create the, cupola, the demand, Ingrid. I know oh, the, the components, the perch, the perch bars, mm-hmm. the ladders, the ramps. The People hemp. have been loving them. I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. And I want to say when we talked about the difference between Manila rope and jute rope, the census was Manila, right? That's right. So we went with it. That's what we've been sending out. We just got to be careful if people see it. They're like, well, this doesn't look like the rope color on the website. At the end of the day, it doesn't make a difference. It's just the different plants that the rope came from. People like the whole idea of the auto ship or subscribe and save and things like that. Yeah, this is why we got to do it. This is why we got to do it. um, Amazon is trash. I'm willing to spend more money elsewhere. Well, Block shop. Hey, you, you know what? You yeah, buy if, direct. You, if you buy direct for us, from yeah. us, please, yeah, we please. would love that. Yes, yeah, buy, that's please actually buy. <laughs> right. That's actually the best, right? Absolutely, for, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, Amazon. I mean, I buy a lot from Amazon. Amazon. I'm scared what the long term effects are going to happen to us as humans from the concept of Amazon. But so far, I mean, I'm guilty. I love it. But uh, yeah, if you could buy directly from the consumer, always do that. Yes. I put this up for you, Matt. I'm very happy with the hemp from Carolina Coops. The dust level is so much lower than any other bedding. All organic products will have dust. Thank you, Sharon. Yes. Um, Please, if you haven't, leave us a review on that. It goes so far. (laughs) I love how our audience, it has grown. Um, I can't wait. Help us break 200. And it is 133 already. That is typically our hard stop. But I definitely don't want to miss any other questions or comments. Somebody asked when their coop is going to be shipping to Belgium. You're shipping a coop to Belgium? I did, yeah. Uh, I know there's been coops going overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, non, can you just look into that? I have five free I'll check in with scheduling. And didn't lay until they were nine months old. Yep. Change it, yeah. Change fee to 20% and done deal. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that we're seeing some new names. I, I love our new listeners, viewers here. Uh, of course, we got... Wait, where's Mike Trap? Someone check on Mike Trap. Mike Trap. Yes. Anybody in California, go to his his house immediately. (laughs) Mike, Mike, are you there? Where's Mike Trap? Wait, wait, wait. Our buddy Mike. I'm serious. Let's get the... I can't hear the helicopter. Um, I can't hear the sound effects, but... Yeah, it's okay. Um, Flying over to Mike's house. What a good show. Had such a good time having that interview. All right, what do we have coming up? uh, Next week... We are going to be doing unboxing of two auto, different auto doors, and we haven't opened them up yet. I am familiar with these doors, but not enough to not make it very fun and entertaining. God only knows what we're going to see. Uh, and then we're also going to do an unboxing of an American-made 
foot stomp style feeder and compare that to the popular grandpa's feeder made in New Zealand. Okay. Doesn't that sound like fun? Sounds good. And then we have something else the week after that? We do. Uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but we thought about bringing on another hatchery. Okay. And maybe compare notes. Yes. And upcoming shows will be Dr. Crespo and Dahlia from Welcome to Chickenlandia has a new book out. So I told her I want her to come back out. I want to do a book. Well, she is a chicken educator, and I'm excited about well, her new we, book. Aren't we chicken? I know. When do we get to do a book? I but don't like we, to read. I'm never going to read it, but I want to do a book. She doesn't make coops, though. Right. Well, that's why it's such a great relationship <laughs> between her and I. Yes. Her so Dahlia is going to come on as well. We're going to put her on the show. We're going to talk to Dr. Crespo because we talked about yes. talk to her. So we have some good upcoming shows. And if you have any suggestions and if you have any guests you want to see on the show, Please email me, Ingrid at CarolinaCoops.com, and I would love to consider them and see if we can make it happen. Yes. yes. Uh, we will make it happen. Yes. Isn't that right, Ingrid? Yeah, okay. All right, guys. We we'll will. see you next week. <laughs> okay. Have a great weekend. Later.